Hey chums, welcome back to a Game with Chums podcast. I am your host, the uh, wonderful Paulus, and with me is my always faithful lackey, hanger-on, and uh, psychic, the beautiful, bespeckled, long-haired Mr. Rose. Mr. Rose, how you been? What you've been playing? What you've been doing with your life? Because we haven't ha- recorded the podcast in a while. I think we've left it for like four weeks. Coming up, it's been to- a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. Obviously, life has happened. Everything opening up, uh, you know. So things outside our uh, outside our little bubble has taken precedence. But anyway, yeah. What, what have you been up to in this past few uh, weeks, man? Uh, tell us. Well, I mean, we haven't done the podcast in a while, which until recently was the only time we saw each other. Mm. Uh, but we, we've actually seen each other face to face recently, which is nice. Yeah, but no touching. No touching. No touching. No. No, I know, privy. I know you. I know you wanted to hold my hand, but I said, "Mr. Rose." Like the Beatles song. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We we met up with uh, around our uh, ex chum Dan, his new his new uh, flat in in somewhere in London. Um, we all met up, had a few drinks, and played. Went some, and saw his yeah. ginormous PS Five. It's huge! It's huge! It's so big! It's fucking massive, the man. Fu- the first time either me or Paul had seen a PS5 in, in, the, like, in real life. Yeah. And it's even bigger than I thought it was. It's so big. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. I, I, I underestimated the size of it. Yeah, I heard about, you know, I I heard about the length and the and, and stuff. So I had a picture in my head, but when you actually see it, it's like wow, it's just it's really just chunky. A chunky monkey. But um controller's pretty cool yeah. though. I like dual, the controller. Dual sense. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, that's pretty cool. I mean, um, yeah. Didn't, what did we play? Didn't play anything new. I think just I just tried played. a little bit of Astrobot. Um, I, play, I played some Apex. We played. Yeah, you, you had a go of Apex, and, which I don't uh, think it has any enhancements, so there's no difference. No, it's just any different. other version. I managed to get some points and rank up for uh, Dan's um, character, <laughs> so that was good. Unlocked a, unlocked a champion for him. Yeah, um, but yeah, what, what have we been doing? Well, I sort of went on a short holiday for a while, which is partly why there was no podcast. I went down to Devon for sort of five, six days, which mm-hmm. was lovely. And um, I went and sat on the beach one day and it was just too hot. It was like 32 degrees, direct sun, not a cloud in the sky, and it was just baking. But yeah, it was very nice. Nice, refreshing little break. Also saw another old friend of ours that I don't think we've ever mentioned before. Um we used to hang out with from Cornwall called Jay. Went and saw him one one of the days, which was nice. I hadn't seen him in probably about a decade. He was living in and, um, New Zealand. He was even yeah. in New Zealand for a few years, wasn't he? So about eight uh, years. Yeah. Eight years. So yeah, I hadn't seen him in a while. So that was nice. Little breakaway. Got to see an old mate. Um other than that, not much really. Just hmm. sort of playing the odd video game, watching anime, usual stuff really. Hmm. Yeah. about you what have you been up to um yeah oh, like, watching uh, the euros too about that yeah one. the euros has been on uh so i've been watching we've been watching that uh it's been a good euros i think some a lot of surprise results in there i always maintain that euros is harder than the world cup because especially the old format the teams you get in euros are, are high, high, obviously a higher quality than a lot of the teams you get around the world um, obviously, you've got Brazil and Argentina spring to mind are like really strong teams outside of Europe. But 
you know, you get the odd surprise, especially like, like you get the odd surprise, like Japan and South Korea sometimes do well because of their determination and, and athleticism. And obviously you've got the teams from Africa. You always get that one team. Normally it's the Ivory Coast because they've got a lot of Premier League players in their squad. So they mm-hmm. do quite well. But I think the Euros is harder because especially the old format was lesser teams. So yeah. the groups were a lot harder. But this year, they let practically nearly everyone could have qualified for the Euros apart from Nor- uh, Republic of Ireland and Northern Honestly, Ireland. I, I quite like the wider format with more teams in it just because it lasts longer. Yeah, but you did a lot of you do get you do get the odd filler match, but yeah, I think just, like they're they're just there to make up the numbers or just there to get spanked. But saying that, there has been some surprises. So, uh, yeah, that's been good. Uh, besides football, uh, I've been you know doing the pod uh, podcast. Uh, I've been streaming on our Twitch channel. I streamed the E three event, which we'll get into. I streamed which I just did watch. I caught I, up on that after the fact. I streamed the. Uh, I streamed the Xbox one. I didn't stream any other ones. It was just that Xbox one. But uh, and um, I've been playing, obviously, doing the uh, full Let's Play of Mass Effect. Going through that very slowly, I find like I'm I'm, I'm playing like I, I do. I tend to do a lot of side quests before I hit the main worlds. You do all the side quests in space and on the other parts of the of the map, and then I the uncharted to- worlds. Yeah. Then you head back to the Citadel to finish a lot of this, those quests and pick up more. And then you, I always, and then I, I normally do. A, then I do a planet, finish that, do the, all the side quests there, and then like before I go over to the next planet. So I normally do it. I don't, I, I leave Novaria to the last. So what's the f- one before that? It's, is it Ferros? Ferros, yeah, Theorem, yeah, Ferros, Novaria. Yeah, yeah. So I do I do it in that order. Um, yeah, I always get to Sony first. But um, yeah, I've been streaming that. Obviously, Apex, but with Apex, I've been quite getting a bit burnt out with it. So I've been playing it less, like less. I don't stream it as much, and I don't play it as much as I'm, uh, in my spare time. Um, but yeah, what else I've been? Oh yeah, yesterday, as part of my birthday, because it was my birthday last week. And Happy birthday! Thank you very much, and. Um, yeah, Mr. Ross and a few other people gave me presents. I still haven't got anything from Dan, which I'm a bit annoyed <laughs> about. So, <laughs> it's Dan, if you listen, because I do know you listen, we'll, we'll get on it, man. Sorry, 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 Pull sorry, your man. finger out, Dan. Pull your finger out your ass. I know you bought a new place, but come on, man. Um, <laughs> he's just bought a PS5. He's got to pay that off first yeah, before he can buy you a present. Exactly. He, and he got that. I Didn't he get that for his birthday, wasn't it? Like yeah, a, yeah. yeah. So, he could get a PS5 and I... Sweet Paul is here, gets nothing, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> not even but, a card, not even a card, man. Um, but uh, yeah, yesterday I had a very enjoyable, it was part of my like, sort of birthday thing because we were meant to go to karaoke on my birthday. I took the day off, but the place turns out wasn't open, so we pushed it back to the Saturday. So, there's a place up in uh, in Kennington, Vauxhall area, it's a Korean lovely place, yeah. I mean. The, the part that this part is like the quite the you know near near um near the Thames, so it's the built up part, you know. So you you know, like because you know, like when you go to Stockwell and then you go through up the road, and you've got the little Portugal there. Mm-hmm. If you carry on straight there for like five minutes, it's around that area, and it is it's, it's a lot of building work going on there. It's like they're yeah. building all these tower blocks that 
no one can afford apart from rich Arabs and wealthy Chinese people. Like Londoners and normal people can't afford that, even if you're on a good salary. So a lot of the time they're just building and no one's living in them. A lot of people, mm. a lot of um, overseas investors, buyers, just buy it for a holiday home. Yeah. Um, so it's a, which is annoying that we always talk about housing shortage, shortage in London, but they're building all the time. It's just that it's very Not hard for us. Yeah. It's very hard for someone to afford to, to buy unless you buy them with another person or you, um, you uh, take out a massive loan or something. It's just not affordable. That's what I'm trying mm. to say. Yeah. But yeah, went, went there, went to karaoke, sang some songs, had some Korean food there. Cause it's like a restaurant as well, which is mm. a good thing. They don't charge you. you they don't, where well, they don't, you, we, we went for two hours, but we also had food, but they don't start the counter until you finish your food. So you get, still get your two hours. It doesn't, the food doesn't eat into that, which is pretty cool. Um, Yes, yeah, so I had some beers, sang, sang some songs. Then me and my sister decided, oh, it's a nice day. Let's walk back. So we walked all the way back from Kennington, back to where I live. Damn. And um, yeah, but the thing is, like, my, we were walking back, like, like they were heading to, towards Brixton. But my sister's like, oh, if you take this shortcut, this will take you to Herne Hill. People don't, unless you live in London, you don't know what I'm talking about, specifically South London, you don't know what we're talking about. But I was like, oh, okay, then. I was like, you sure? She was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine took the shortcut and we would, I was like, man, where are we? And I was like, oh man, we're, we're not, we're, it's not like we were lost per se, but we were just like, this is not, we should have hit Herne Hill by now. Mm. But then like we carried on walking. And I was like, Deadmark Road. Where does that sound familiar? I was like, we're in, we're in bloody Campbellwell, which is like, for, <laughs> it's like heading, pretty much heading straight back to where we were. I was like, oh man. <laughs> so we had walked back that way and it was just like a longer way. So, no shortcuts from now, especially from my long sister. cuts. Yeah, but when we did get to Hernhill, um, I, 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 I messaged everyone on our WhatsApp group about. I'd be very, I very upset. Found the, uh, that the Koi ramen place, but there's a new, there's a one in, there's one in Brixton that we normally go to, but now there's one in Hernhill, which is round the arches. If you, there's like you know, do you, do you know Hernhill, kind yeah. of yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you got you got Brockwell Park, and then opposite that you got like the train like lines, yeah. the arches there. Just mm-hmm. that's where it is. And it's very easy. Like if my sister didn't say, oh, I know where that it's over here because she, she's been there before. I, I wouldn't know where it is, but I actually walked past it. She's like, oh, it's up there. I was like, where? Mm-hmm. How do you know? And it's just this small sign saying, uh, Koi Ramen up here. I was like, oh, it's basically the same price. It's about seven, eight pounds for, for the ramen. Obviously, I got the tofu ramen. So it was like seven fifty, and a beer for like three pounds fifty. So it was like 11 pounds in, in total. And it's damn good ramen and it, as well. And it's damn good, but they they, they, well, they got, what was the one we went to in Asakusa when we were in Japan? The one we went downstairs to. It's like quite a well-known one. I can't oh, remember the name of it. Oh yeah, yeah. We went there with like Nikki was having trouble with the self-service ticket thing. Yeah. Ah, oh, I can't remember. But it's, it, there was loads That's, of queue. She was holding yeah, up that. the queue as well. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh god, you're, this guy Jin's holding up the queue. <laughs> but yeah, guy. that's like that's like the place everyone says, oh, you got to go to this one. I think it, I think it's like a small chain, a oh, very small cool. chain. Yeah, and yeah it's I can't remember what it's called. In, it's very small yeah. inside, like down the stairs, and it's like in a basement. Yeah. But uh, like the koi nice. ramen in Pop Brixton is like uh, as good as that, if you ask me. Yeah. I was oh, we were sitting there eating that in a sack. So I was like, koi ramen is as good as this. I mean, this is, this is good, but so is Koi. 
Cool shit. So yeah, if you're ever in Brixton, go to Pop Brixton and get some koi yeah. ramen. Or yeah, if you're in Hernhill, obviously. This place is run by Japanese people, so that's probably why they really? came over here. They were like, "We're expanding our business." Really we got tonkatsu ramen. Yeah, they're probably like, "You got to go and live in England now." You <laughs> and the guys are, like, "Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> shit, don't want to go there." It's yeah, gaijin. But other than that, yeah, that's that's what that's, that's what I've been getting like getting lost in South London and. Fight, stumbling upon ramen places, singing karaoke. <laughs> this is all good, man. My feet Sounds were killing like a good me. Day. My feet were killing me. My legs were killing me when I got home. But uh, yeah, it was fun, man. It's fun. We, I, I was thinking to myself, man, this would be so good with the guys, like with the, with the as a drunken posse, as we like to refer to ourselves. Um, once like everyone's fully vaccinated and everything, like I was pretty much thinking August, we should be back to some sort of relative normalcy. We should all gather. We should all go and go to the Korean place, have some drinks. It's been too damn long. We and have go to, go to ramen after. Yeah, we have um, kind of organised a little outing for mid-August, like when we were. Oh shit! Yeah, around Dan's the other week because um, there's a sake bar sake in uh, Peckham. Kampai. Yes. So we're going to hopefully check that out mid-August. So yeah. we might even do a video of it. So. Yeah, we will. We'll it will Check definitely out our be YouTube. It will definitely be we'll definitely do, do we'll definitely do a video of our visit. Hopefully, to, yeah, hopefully uh, we can actually this. get a table. <laughs> Otherwise well, there'll be no video. It's the first come, first serve, isn't it? You don't book the table, I think. No, I had no. a look. You can't book it. Yeah, so if we go so there fingers crossed. If we go there relatively when they open basically, just there, just <laughs> knocking on the door at nine AM. Yeah. Let us in, we want sake. Let us in. <laughs> It's been a year and a half. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully do a video and that will go up on our YouTube channel because our our sort of um, live videos always do much better than our... Than yeah, our nobody uh, wants to watch us badly play video games. Yeah. But that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing a lot more videos outside and once everything opens up and we're allowed to hang out with thousands of people. But, yeah. well, like the football is right now. Yeah, something like that. Um, but um, yeah, so before we get into the news, are you having any? Have you got a light refreshment there, Mr. Ross? I haven't today, unfortunately. You're letting, you're letting the side down, Mr. Ross. I know. Yeah. It's like our whole motto just means nothing to me anymore. What's our motto? What's our, on every bit of branding we have? <laughs> 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 we drink beer and play video games i have not let the side down as you can, <laughs> as you can see if it doesn't flicker in and out there there you go look it's like a ghost thing yeah. um I'm, some I'm, pretty cool cgi going on there yeah nothing but the Visual best effects i'm drinking uh, a nice it's not really cold it's like sort of it's just a bit not even chilled because i just put it in the fridge like about an hour and a half ago so it's not cold i should put put it one in the freezer but you know didn't think about I that. did that yesterday for the england game got a mm. big bottle of like those large like 600 mil bottles of stella all right that's going in the freezer oh man good yeah i uh, like i'll go back to what i did yesterday they were they had like kirin beer and and stuff there i was like oh i've got i drank enough asahi i was like i need i want really fancy kirin so i got Ice cold Kieran's. It's like, oh, it's just, yeah, it's like, oh, give me another. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, so you're not, I'm, 
I'm drinking a cold, uh, coldish beer. But um, let's talk about news, Mr. Royals. What has been happening in the world of gaming and world of everything, like in general? Like, what, what's, what's been happening? Well, Sony have bought a couple of studios. Yeah, like, t- t- talk talk to me about this, like, because I'm, to be honest, when you told me, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a vague recollection. Oh, yeah. So what's, what's, who's been bought? Well, the first one was Housemark, which is kind of not surprising in the least. They've worked with Sony for years. Um, but what, why can't Sony, like, make their own studios? Why do they have to build pre-made, pre-established studios? That's so unfair. Sorry. They're not, they're, they're not growing organically. No. Uh, um, but yeah, Housemark is kind of a similar situation to, like, Insomniac, but um, even more so. They've, almost everything they've done, really, has been with Sony. And the last thing they put out was Returnal, which was a fairly big PS5 exclusive. And um, I don't know, I, I get the feeling that it was maybe sort of contingent on like, how the game turned out because it's like mm-hmm. been out a couple of weeks and they're like, right, we're buying you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, apparently it's a good game. I won't know. Don't have a PS5. <laughs> and I don't think I want to pay 70 quid for games, even if I did get one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that one makes a lot of sense. I don't think anyone can be upset about that. And the other one came is the complete opposite. Came completely out of left field. The other one is Nixis, which are a team in Holland who do a lot of porting work. And um, like they did, they've done a load of ports for Square Enix, like stuff like um, Deus Ex games, I think, and the new Tomb Raider trilogy. They did. They handled like some of the ports to to like other platforms you know they like those games launched on like rise of the first tomb raider and rise of the tomb raider at least launched on not like five platforms so obviously someone has to develop those other ports so they were doing stuff like that um and they're quite proficient at like pc stuff so people are kind of taking this one as a sign that maybe more playstation stuff is going to come to pc it makes mm. sense to pick them up if that's the case, like to have their own in-house team that can sort of port stuff, mm. port their first-party games over to PC. Then it makes sense. Mm. So. Well, the do you reckon? But yeah, it's not it's not one anyone would have ever guessed. Like yeah. you, you see, like people talk like discussing acquisitions for all, all the first parties and stuff on like places like Reset Era. Nixus isn't one that's ever come up for anyone, so it kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. Do you reckon um, Sony like? People like are a bit, well, a lot of them don't want it to go to PC, but they say if it does, Sony should have their own store, sort of like a rival to Steam. Um, what do you think about that? I don't see that happening. Like Steam is just too big. They're like, they've got basically got a monopoly on like games on PC. I don't think they could have their own store. I mean, there'd be an option. You could have your store, but they can also still be released on Steam. But it sort of makes that a bit superfluous, really. Well, I think the thing with Steam is the fact that how broad it is. Pretty much every game that comes to PC is sold through Steam. And um, the only way Sony would really... It would be worth their while to have and maintain their own store is if they were also selling third-party games. And um, so they'd have to entice third parties to release on their PC store as well. And they've already got... They're already releasing stuff on Steam. Some of them are moving to releasing stuff on Epic as well. So they're probably not going to be that interested in putting stuff on like a Sony store. 
mm-hmm. they've already got one very strong option and another one that's kind of spending money to get strong. And um, like you can look at the Windows Store as well. A lot of stuff skips that because people look at it and go, well, that's for Game Pass and that's for Microsoft-owned stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think many people are really going to be buying third-party stuff on that. And it's kind of it's hard to come into being a PC storefront against an incumbent like Steam because, like I say, everyone's putting their games on there. You're gonna you're gonna have to give someone like consumers some incentive to buy that third party game on your store over Steam, and um, I just don't really see it. Like a, a store that only sells like PlayStation's first party stuff. I mean, what would there be like three releases a year, maybe? Don't, I don't mm. really see that being in Sony's. Don't I don't see it being worthwhile to Sony to build and maintain that if it's getting like sort of three to five games a year. Mm-hmm. So okay. unless they were going to start bidding for third party stuff on their store, I don't really see it. Uh-huh. But putting stuff on Steam, and I mean, obviously you lose thirty percent of your revenue to Steam, and twelve um, percent on Epic, but you're still making like seventy percent more through Steam than you would if you didn't sell the mm. game on PC at all. So okay. putting it on Steam seems the easiest uh, option, really. Uh, cool. Um, right. And uh, what the uh, next piece of news, which um, is a controversial hot topic, is um, Hideo Kojima apparently is going to make a game for Xbox, exclusive game, his next upcoming game. It's been talks, there's been rumours flying around the internet about his next game coming exclusively to Xbox, which has... We've got fans excited, but it's got a lot of other fans really annoyed and really angry, starting petitions and stuff. <laughs> that petition was amazing, though. Yeah, yeah. That was um, so good. Yeah, there was a petition that you found and you sent to me, which was to stop Kojima releasing a, a game on the Xbox platform. <laughs> Um, I saw it and it only needed a hundred signatures. So it's not, <laughs> and the time I saw it, it had already had 30 and I was, was reading some of the comments and obviously it's a lot of, it is, well, basically it's all Sony fanboys and, um, a lot of them were saying, uh, like I have a comment here. I think you showed it to me. So if I read that out, I can get a gauge of what this, uh, what, what kind of look at some of the choice, yeah. choice re- re- right. replies. Like, uh, bots don't love Kojima-san like we do on PlayStation Army. They don't deserve to enjoy the greatness of Kojima on that filthy box. Please, <laughs> Kojima, come back home where you belong. Remember, you are family. <laughs> so that's just one of the comments. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. This is the level of discourse in our preferred hobby. Yeah. So let, let's talk about it. Let, for one thing, let's talk about this rumor. And it's, it's been circling for a while. I, I mean, I heard about it like a, f- a few weeks ago about it was possibly. And there was, yeah, there was a rumor of an announcement. About longer than that. There was a rumor of an, there might have been an announcement or something like that, that Kojima was going to, his next game is going to be Xbox exclusive. And because there was like sort of subtle, like Christmas, like Easter eggs, sorry, Easter eggs in <laughs> Phil Spencer's uh, 
sort of videos, they're like people are pointing stuff out, going, "Oh, look, this is stuff about Kojima." About well, that's where it started because yeah. he, he had a he was on a video. I can't remember. It was a while ago now. It's been going yeah. for a few months, and uh, on his shelves. I mean, there's no teasers on my shelf, just anime figures, unfortunately. But on his shelf, he had like the Xbox, like the Nexus, as it's called, the Xbox logo, and um, a figurine of Ludens, the Kojima Productions like mascot character. And people were like, what does this mean? And then like my lookalike Jeff Grubb came out and said it was, um, they were looking into some kind of partnership. And um, it kind of, I can't remember if this was before or after, but it was out there that Kojima was supposed to be working with Stadia. And mm-hmm. he'd, he'd said like uh, publicly before that he was interested in like making a game in the cloud. And um, and then it kind of came out that he was working with Stadia, so I guess that's sort of put, putting two and two together. And uh, obviously, Stadia is not doing any of that anymore. They basically decided they didn't want to make games anymore because it's too hard. And uh, now they're just going to focus on signing up games that are already being made. So obviously, that deal didn't go anywhere. So the suggestion is that he's gone to Microsoft to make it instead. And the news that came out recently was Jeff Grubb saying that they've signed a letter of intent. So it's kind of the deal is all but done. But obviously, it's still extremely early. The game hasn't, isn't being made at this point. They're just kind of coming to terms like, for, for a publishing agreement. Yep. So, you know, it's been out Could, there for a while. Kojima Studios, a lot of people had this misconception because he obviously... He made the Death Stranding, which was a PS4 exclusive until it got released on PC. They, they, a lot of people thought Kojima Productions was a PlayStation studio, but it wasn't. They, he didn't, they not exclusively to PC. They, they just financed that game so it could be brought out on, uh, on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But he, he wasn't, they, he wasn't like a first party. Yeah. It's an studio. independent studio. Yeah. That, that game is a first party game. So yeah. So he owns the IP, but yeah. uh, they don't own the studio. Yeah. But that's what a lot of people thought. They were like, no, it can't be. You can't make anything for Xbox because it's owned by the studio is owned by PlayStation. But no, a lot of people think thought, thought of that. Just they didn't think that it was only the IP they owned, not the studio. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's caused a lot of a lot of I wouldn't say controversy, a lot of people are butthurt. Consternation. Yeah, that's it. So yeah. But um, if it's, hey man, Kojima can do what he wants. If he wants to just make a PlayStation game or Xbox game or PS uh, uh, PC game, or even you know, because he was going to make a clear engage game, yeah, it's up to him, man. He could do what he wants. If the the comp- if the, if if someone's willing to finance it, then you know, like let's let's face it, like Xbox have been doing this. They've been doing the money thing. Like for this generation, so Kojima's n- notorious of going over budget and spending a lot. He likes high production. He likes getting Hollywood actors. So that's not cheap, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's even the if, thing. If if, if you're going to make a Kojima game, it's going to be backed by someone yes. with a lot of money. Even if he's willing to throw the money at it. it I, even if the game sold well, I I don't know if it broke even because it's still a lot of money. You know that he's that 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 he spent on on the game. So, um, yeah, you got to have deep pockets, man. If you want Kojima, you got to be willing to pay top dollar because he will be wanting the very best, best talent, 
best voice actors, best motion capture, because he doesn't just get their voices. He obviously brings them into the, into the game. So, um, yeah, you know, Xbox has that, Microsoft have that money. So why not? You know, um, I mean, but, uh, it's probably at least three years away at this point. So yeah, it's, early days. it's worth getting excited uh, slash upset for yet. I mean, it's early days. Wait and see but, what happens. I mean, they yeah. might, they might try, they might start working together and realize they just can't for whatever reason. And it might, it might end up going nowhere, but on the other yeah. hand, it might get a really good game out of it. So yeah, it's just a wait and see really. Speaking of games, man, I, now we've done with the news. I don't think there's anything else, is there? Not like um, in the world. We really we we do great preparation for this. We look at nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, like if we work <laughs> a if we work a, a, a sort of like a semi competent uh, podcast, a lot of podcasts have like behind the scenes people who like sort of fact check. Yeah, we we and, don't have a producer. Uh, yeah, they like who 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 do the notes. And then give it to us, and ha- we will have like the notes of like what, what's been going on in the world, and they can also like go on Google and check this out. We can't, we don't do that, man. We just have to rely on ourselves. But um, yeah, <laughs> like, right, let me just uh, yeah, we sort look of, up news. We, we sort. This right is how now. we work. We sort of just go. We we meet. We, 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 we wing it. We 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 sort of <laughs> before we record our podcast, we're just like, oh, is, how you been? Anything been happening in the world? Oh, I don't know. Like we just sort of we just go. Oh, that I think that happened this happened but that we don't really look into it let's so not talk should. into it too yeah. much because we might say something that would be good in the podcast yeah but no we do I, if you've ever watched our channel you should get a sense that we kind of wing it at this point because yeah. we mean, just kind of we start but, recording and we just who, see who knows happens. man like in the future it, we, we might become a semi semi-competent and we might hire an intern to like be the like be our like an unpaid pro- intern exactly to be our producer We're not made of money yeah, to to uh, to uh, to do our preparation for us. But anyway, the main topic of this podcast is obviously E3. Uh, we we're quite behind, obviously, with the the podcast. Um, it was about how long ago was it? About three three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, yeah. Um, we did a a podcast on what we wanted, what we were hoping for, but now we're sort of discussing what we got. So the outcome, the the aftermath of E three. So, Mister Ross, did you watch any of E three? I know you're away. So. Uh, well, I was I was in Devon when it all happened, so I kind of missed most of it. And um, the place we were staying had Wi Fi, but it was very very bad Wi Fi. It was like two megabits per second and constantly fluctuating. And I couldn't get like data on my phone because it was kind of <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And um, yeah, so I didn't actually see any of it live, so I had to sort of come back a few days later and try and catch up. So I've only seen, I've watched the Xbox conference and I've watched bits and pieces of other stuff. So you're going to have to lead on this, I'm afraid. Oh God, no, not me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I did a live uh, watch of uh, watch along on our Twitch channel of or just the Xbox showcase. Um, yeah, a lot of um, lot of new games. Uh, another criticism of uh, of Xbox is that they tend to just show pre-rendered um, trailers. They don't show much gameplay. It's obviously it, it, they that's kind of they they did that. A lot of flashy trailers, 
not enough substance in there. But um, I think the, one of the main um, the main highlights for E3 was we actually got some gameplay for Elder Ring. So that came out. Did you see that? Um, that was a couple of days before Jeff Keighley's thing, wasn't it? I think I saw it, but I oh, it was on it summer. It's on Summerfest or something, wasn't it? That, yeah, that it was like other... two. It was like oh, two shit. days before or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, fuck that. That's that's uh, that's, <laughs> that's fuck you, Jeff. Yeah. So there, yeah. Oh, trying God, to split that. our attention. How can you have two events, one after and one before the other? Like it's, you had that let's, Summerfest. Let's be real though. Summer yeah. Games Fest was awful. Yeah, the only good great. thing, literally, the only good thing about it was Elden Ring. That yeah. was the only big game there. But yeah, so going back to E3, still, it was just a digital one. No one can go to E3 this year. Probably it'll open up next year. Um, but the, the first game, joint Xbox and Bethesda, Bethesda one. Right? What did you think about yeah. that? Um, did, like when I was I was doing the, the watch along. Yeah, it, it was it was good. It was just maybe I got such high. I was going with these high expectations about because Xbox have acquired a lot of talent, and obviously we we haven't seen the fruits of the the fruits of the of of, of it yet. So we've not got the the gameplays or anything like that of the games that they've, they've got in development. Um, so you had obviously there was the Halo trailer, which. They that which was meant to be released, but now they they pushed it back so they can work on it a bit more. Uh, yeah, it, it it looked good. It looked good. Um, I don't know if they got rid of. You remember the, the the dude, the Asian guy who was chief? Have they got rid of him? Is he like? Oh, the pilot. He, yeah, the pilot. Is he going to be in it? I think. Is he Hispanic? I think so. Oh, he had an accent, man. Like, I, like <laughs> oh, that's why I knew. Um, but. Yeah, they had like a, a Cortana sort of esque AI Cortana light. So Nutana. Yeah, so I was like, oh right. And but the, like the story, like it just they, I don't know if they're just gonna brush over what's what's happened with Cortana. I don't know, like from what the sounds of it. It sounds like she's already dead in the game. They deleted yes, her or something. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully they don't just sort of I don't know, like the, the trailer they showed, was it 2019, where the pilot yeah. salvages Chief? Yeah. And then um, he looks out and like the ring's all broken. There's just like scenes of a battle. And he's like, we lost Chief. Apparently that's the beginning of the game. So it, it literally starts there after some big battle that we never see. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, yeah, I'm a bit wary of where it's going to go and how it's going to sort of paper over what's happened between then and five because it seems to kind of start in media res a bit yeah i'm um, hoping we get some flashbacks at least to tell us what's happened but, but yeah they just showed a really short teaser for the campaign which i think the multiplayer if, as well didn't they? yeah they showed quite a lot for the multiplayer and i think if they hadn't shown as much as they did for the mp people would have been really pissed off again because the te- the campaign teaser was quite short and i think there was there was kind of a narrative building where it was like it looked it looked like the worst thing ever last year. So now they have to go do a big campaign blowout and show everything, which I didn't necessarily agree with. I mean, it didn't look like the worst thing ever last year. It looked, it looked like a fun game that was still in development to me. But I've said that before anyway. But I think if they hadn't done 
they did quite a decent blowout on the multiplayer and then they did a stream for it a couple of days later as well where they went into a bit more detail and I think if they hadn't done that people probably would have complained about the shortness of the campaign teaser but I just want to play the damn game now I just don't really want to know anymore just give me the game mm-hmm. what did you think about opening up the showcase with Starfield that seemed quite bold to me yeah that was that was that was a pretty uh ballsy move again it wasn't no gameplay it was just a pre pre-rendered uh um, well, it was in game apparently oh was it, it in game in, yeah oh. it said in game so it was well if it's I in game that means it's real time if it's in game it looks it looks pretty fucking good man because <laughs> i honestly thought it was a pre-made cut uh like a cgi uh trailer but if it's in game yeah that's good uh, that's that's gonna look pretty fucking. What kind of game engine is it using? Is it using some a new game engine? Well, it's Creation Engine two apparently. This is, the, this is the thing. Like um, people went nuts after. It's like oh, they've been working on this game for years, and all we get is a pre-rendered trailer. And if you actually watch the trailer, first thing it says is in-game footage. <laughs> See, <laughs> See which that, you missed it. Yeah, like like myself, man. Like I missed it as well. Um, but if that is the case, then. Yeah, it looks, it, looks, it looks fucking good, man. So I assume what they've yeah. done is basically just like directed a trailer with that in-game mm. assets and got it running in real time. So that's mm-hmm. what the game's going to look like, more or less. It'll I mean, be a good-looking Bethesda game. I'm, I'm intrigued. Anything to do like an RPG in space, I'm down for it, man. Like, I, I love like Mass Effect. I still, again, like um, the the Bethesda Xbox um, showcase. You have Outer Worlds too. Which is exclusive mm. to Xbox now because they own the studio, so that's 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 going to be good. I, I still got to get around to play Out of World One. Which it's, is, game. It's, it's on Game Pass, so I should play it. It's just like all my stuff is digital now. I think that the, I've only got one. I know you gave me a birthday present that was for the Xbox. Was that the Xbox One? Was that for the Series X? I don't know. Either way, I can't even remember what I bought yeah. you. Know, to be honest. Tales of Bethesda, of Tales of Vesperia. Oh, t- Tales of Vesperia. Vesperia and, uh, yeah. I got you Dragon Quest Eleven as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh wow, two games, man. I'll now <laughs> probably won't play them for a fucking year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, we'll sit on the shelf. But yeah, still in I, the cellophane. I, I still, um, I, I've decided to go more digital this this generation. Um, so my, um, my heart, I need to get an, another external hard drive to download all my games on there. With so many options on Game Pass, you know, like I still need to get around to playing out Outer Worlds. But yeah, Outer Worlds Two is coming out. But yeah, Star 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 Starfield. Everyone was talking is oh, it's not going to be Xbox exclusive. And the first <laughs> at the end, it was like Xbox exclusive. So let's put that rumor to bed. Of course, it was going to come out and it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. They own the studio, and that's why the reason why they bought it. That's the whole reason why to expand their their their, their, their Game Pass catalog. And uh, to make it more value for money, so obviously that was going to be an Xbox exclusive. But yeah, I'm yeah really... as we've said many times, you don't spend seven and a half billion to keep making games for your competitors. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, I think Bethesda they teased. What did they? No, they didn't tease anything, did they? Uh, we're all waiting for an Elder Scrolls. We all know it's going to come, but you know, even like uh, if they had like a uh, something, I don't know, like. A two, a two second or like a 10 second sort of someone walking in a forest or something and just said <laughs> El, um, uh, Elder Scrolls you know six six um, that would be good because um, um, I mean I'm, they I'm, did that in 2018 so they probably uh, couldn't do it again 
Yeah, probably not. Well, no. they could have at least done is like given us a clue of where it's set. I mean, everyone thinks it's set in Hammerfell anyway, where the Red Guard mm-hmm. come from. Um, but it's still it's going to be years away because obviously the, the team that would make it is still making Starfield at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a date for that now. Anyway, that's coming out next November, so it'll be after that they start working on Old Scroll Six. So it's going to be at least probably three, four years away from this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's still a fair way away, but the Xbox is going to be a hell of a machine for RPGs. Yeah, I mean, you've got Starfield, you've got Outer Worlds Two. You're going to have um, Avowed, also from Obsidian. Um, Fable. They didn't show any more of Fable from Playground. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Six eventually, and yeah. um, whatever in Exile's doing. In Exile, was supposed to be making a big AAA game in Unreal Engine Five. But this is the thing: they announced quite a lot at this E3, and they still have teams that we don't know what they're doing. Like we don't know what Ex- in Exile's doing. We don't know what Compulsion are doing. Uh, we don't know what a few of the Bethesda studios are doing. Yeah. There's still quite a lot out there that they can announce. And then there's stuff that they announced last year that they didn't show this year as well. Like. They didn't show any more of Avowed. They didn't show any more of Hellblade 2. Uh, or didn't perfect, show anything of Perfect Dark. Yeah, Perfect Dark or Fable. So there's a lot. There's a lot in the pipeline. And they're still announcing new stuff. And then obviously at the end of the at the end of the showcase, they announced a new game from Arcane as well, Redfall. So I oh, kind of liked that, how they is that that vampire game? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a pre pre-rendered cut. Yeah, that, that, that one was trailer. pre-rendered, yeah. Uh, I kind of like how they they bookended the show with Bethesda stuff. So they they opened it with Starfield and closed it with Redfall. That kind of felt pretty good for sort of the narrative of now Bethesda is part of Xbox, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are still struggling to deal with, really. Well, shit. <laughs> if it was the other way around, it's so it wouldn't be a that, question. It wouldn't be a problem. So. A lot, of, a lot of last um, last gen. It was they were buying, um, well, not buying studios. They were buying. Uh, they were stopping games coming coming to to Xbox. Um, no one said anything. They were you know timed exclusives or exclusive um, exclusive deals with this particular IP. So no I mean, one, they're doing no it this that... gen as well. They they've done it with like. Uh, the PS5 version of FF7 remakes just come out, and that's timed exclusive. Final Fantasy 16 is timed exclusive. Forspoken is apparently a, a um, I don't know if that's timed. I think that's fully exclusive. Mm. Um, and then, oh, this is another announcement that was at E3 actually. The uh, this the uh, Final Fantasy meme game, Stranger of Paradise. Is it? Oh, that one. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a remake of Number One or something. Yeah, it's like one. some kind of prequel yeah. to prequel, Final yeah. Fantasy one or something. Oh. And it's just everyone's dead, kill chaos, apparently, is the meme. Uh that that didn't look great. But oh. that's that was that was rumored before it was announced, and it was rumored it was a fully exclusive, but that one actually isn't. But um but yeah, I suppose we can go on to Square Enix because they, they had a showcase as well, and it apparently wasn't very good. I yeah, if you watched sh- any of it, I saw bits I, of it. I saw bits of it. It's um yeah, this year, like, a lot of people complain that this year's E3 wasn't very good, um, and uh, there's always who won who won E3, and obviously Xbox. Even though they showed a lot, a lot of people still didn't say they won it. <laughs> uh, again, I think they people thought Nintendo won it because they showed some Mario games and uh, what else did they show? They showed like a new Metroid game, but it's not actually Metroid Prime. 
it's some other sort of spin-off from Metroid. Oh, they show Breath some Breath of the Wild too. Very, very short trailer for very, sh- very short trailer. Um but yeah, they showed like was it Mario Party or something like that? You can play online now or something. I think that was it. Was that, was that it? It was a Mario game. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't really pay attention to Mario games for most. And they're, they're that new that new Metroid game, but it's not Metroid Prime, not the new Metroid Prime. It's just a, yeah. uh, a spin-off Metroid. And people are like, oh that, my God, that's great. That, but, that one is kind of borderline E3 winner for me because yeah. back when Metroid Prime 1 came out, I don't know if it was Metroid Prime 1, one of the Metroid Prime games, they teased um, what everyone assumed they were teasing a new um 2d metroid and mm. there was like references to metroid dread in it and this was like mm. back in what like 2002 somewhere between 2002 and 2007 because i can't remember which metroid prime game it was in it might have been in metroid prime 3 but people have been like half expecting a metroid dread announcement for over a decade at this point and then they actually did it like everyone just assumed it was dead and never happening and then that comes out in like Metroid Dread, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" But was it just a it was it just a title, or was it did it show gameplay? They show gameplay. Okay. Yeah, it's um, do I have it here? Yeah. So they put this out a while back on 3DS, Metroid: Samus Returns, which is a remake of Metroid Two on the Game Boy. Um, but it's made by Mercury Steam, the people that did like the more the reasonably recent. Castlevania games mm-hmm. um, on the 360 and the PS3. And that is a really good game, Mitch, like Samus Returns. And um, I was watching the trailer for Metroid Dread. I was like, this has to be a Mercury Steam game. It looks mm-hmm. so much like, like Samus Returns. And it is. So I'm quite pleased about that because I really like Samus Returns. It's a good game. But yeah, that's that's the only, the only things I remember from Nintendo stuff. I said I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched bits, but I saw that and I saw the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, which didn't really do anything for me, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Still no Bayonetta 3. What the hell is Bayonetta 3? Yeah. It's been missing in action for ages. Uh, speak, speaking of Square Enix, uh, well, let's go back to Square Enix. There's another game that they announced. Um, it was a Marvel game. It is a Marvel game which is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is going to be a single-player game. But you only play as Star-Lord, I think. Which you can't be expected after the Marvel, uh, after the Avengers game. Everyone was like, oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game, because that's been rumoured for a while as well. Yeah, People are like, oh, that's going to be the same as the bloody Avengers game. It should be a crappy Luke, live Luke, service game. Luke Rind. But I, I, think yeah. that, I, I think it looks quite good. Yeah. I think she looks decent. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a single player story game, so it should should be good. I just hope like uh, Square Enix are not becoming like the new e, uh, E3, the new um, EA, you know, where they're just sort of releasing these sort of uh, big big like because obviously E3 E3 EA had the Star Wars license for a while. That's run out now, so other studios can do it, but. They were just producing like one or two games and they were very sort of like um what's the word I'm looking for? Predatory. Yeah, they were just it was just like loot boxes and stuff like that. That's all it was, like pay to win and like gambling and stuff on there. It was very much about just like buy buy loot boxes for skin cosmetics and skins. And obviously, like 
Square Enix have done that with 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 um, with the Avengers. So I was thinking, oh no, it's like are they going to start doing this with all like with all Marvel games, similar to how EA did it? But it's so far the, what I've seen looks pretty good. It's a single player game a story, so yeah, it looks fun to me. Yeah, it looks fun. I mean, like like don't get me wrong, EA like they. They near the end they they produce some good Star Wars games obviously like um, uh, Fallen Order Fallen Order and Squadrons Squadrons some actual single player stuff which is yeah. realistically you get a Star Wars game people are going to want like something like Fallen Order not really something like Battlefield yeah. more often than not I mean obviously the Battlefield game has been around for years anyway so it's kind of building off of that but you want like a big adventure where you're planet hopping with a crew of people. And I think Fallen Order probably gave them a bit of a shock. So you get the feeling they didn't expect it to do much. And that's, I think that sold like 20 million copies or something. It's, it's, sold, a, it's sold a lot. Yeah. And obviously, it's a brilliant game as well. It gets a lot which of helps. It gets a lot. It's, it's, it's only been out for a while, but it's got a lot of like sort of re releases, obviously, on the new hardware and stuff like that. So I recently got patched for the uh, new console, didn't I? I need to go and see well, what it's can... like. They're, they're selling. They're selling the game as a as a as a like sort of PS5, Xbox uh, Series X game as well. So yeah, but um, yeah, that, that, that's pretty good. But now they've lost that license, so other studios can make it. And getting a bit off topic, I, I'm quite mm-hmm. quite looking forward to the. Uh, well, I don't know if I'm 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 sort of sort of interested in the. Um, Nazi Republic remake that that's meant to be happening because um, like with Final Fantasy, I think it doesn't really need a remake. I think it's good enough as it is. Um, scared of what they would do to it because uh, with the Final Fantasy, like they they've it's not a remake really, is it? It's like a retelling. Because like obviously like no spoilers, but it does go off into some different. A reimagining, really. Yeah, uh, which I'd be fine. I'd be completely fine with that if they actually did it well, but they did it poorly, in my opinion. Well, like the red uh, in- integrate is meant to be pretty good, and that's added some new story elements to the original game. But obviously, you can't get that on the old. You have to pay for the upgrade, don't you? On the old, if you own the old, get on the, on the, the game uh, on the old system. No, that... I think it's. I think it's free. Um, for PS4, PS4. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that one is free. But so it's it's kind of hard to tell because Sony's really inconsistent with this stuff. Like mm-hmm. they just announced a upgrade for Ghost of Tsushima and you've got to pay for that, like ten dollars or something. Wow. So they're paying they're charging for some and I mean obviously like um Fun Fantasy Seven remake is Square's game, but mm-hmm. the situation on PS5 seems a bit confused really. Mm. But um yeah, it feels like Guardians of the Galaxy aside, Square Enix had kind of a bad E3 because they announced new versions of like uh, Final Fantasy 1 to 6, I think, pixel remakes or something. Because like mm. the, the ones that are already up on Steam, people hate because the artwork is terrible. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing pixel remakes. And um, if you own the, the old versions, you don't get them for free. You have to just buy the game again. So people aren't happy about that. And then they showed off more of um, Babylon's Fall mm-hmm. from Platinum, which has kind of been in the works for a few years. 
and people are quite excited about. And then then they showed it again this E3 and nobody's excited about it anymore because it looks terrible. Doesn't look great, does it? Uh, that kind of pains me to say because I love Platinum's games, but it looked bad. It seems to be some kind of like game as a service thing as well, which nobody wants from Platinum. Yeah, I mean, Platinum games are known for their single player, aren't they? And their high quality of graphics, great gameplay. That's what the people want, not sort of live service, which works for some games, yeah, it looks, but, but yeah. it doesn't work for like a studio like Platinum. That's the thing. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and rail against games as a service because I play some of them. Um, but it's not really what you want from a studio like Platinum. Mm-hmm. And the graphics looked a bit strangely sort of like pastel coloured or something. It's yeah. <laughs> weird. I can't really explain it. It looks it, it looks bad, unfortunately. And uh, yeah. yeah, between that and uh, Bayonetta being a no-show at Nintendo's conference, people are a bit worried about Platinum now. So they've apparently got like five games on the go. They'll burn um, out. And mm. burnout culture, a bit I mean, enough more than they can chew, maybe. I mean, like it happens in the West, so I, I it obviously happens in Japan because that country's known for like pushing their staff to breaking point. You know, yeah, not not just in the game industry, just in general. In general, they they burn them out a lot, so it's a bit worrying. Not just yeah, you know, like business and anime and sh- everything, really. They need to sort of sort out their working practices, um, but uh, Ubisoft had a. If I'm looking over here, it's because I'm doing my own sort of like production, uh, sort of producing. <laughs> um, I got my phone open. I was like, "This, who else was there?" Uh, Ubisoft was the, was there, and they uh, announced. Uh, I didn't see the Ubisoft um, um, showcase. But I, I haven't I, seen any of it. But yeah. I do know they announced an Avatar game. Avatar, that's it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, f- fuck. It, <laughs> is it like a movie tying game or something? Because I know old James Cameron's releasing like five of them. He's he's working <laughs> on them all at, at, at this at this moment. I mean, like, um, I I I don't rate Avatar as a film. I'm sorry. I don't think it's a great film. I watched. It's it, a I'm very like, pretty. It's a very pretty film. I, but I was watching very, it. Yeah. I was just like. It's not. It's not that good, man. Remember when it first came out? This was years ago, man. When did that come out? Like two thousand nine or something. Years ago, and um, it was like, oh wow, you've got to see this film, man. It's so great. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'll see it. I'll see it now. I was like, yeah, it's pretty. I mean, the 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 the, the, um, the visuals are incredible. Visuals still. The CGI are like is fantastic, but the film itself, I was just like, yes, okay. It's last of the Mohicans with blue people, really. Yeah, like Dances with Wolves and shit and stuff like that. <laughs> Basically about like the poor, like uh, um, indigenous, like tree huggers get cut down by these foreign invaders, who you know, industrial people who are not in one with nature and, sh- and stuff like that, which is a good, a good message, but it's been told before. It's been and done be- to death. And, it, and better, um, I, I, I think. So um, go and yeah. watch Princess Mononoke. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, or, or like any like sort of dances of wars and stuff like that, man. Like, or even like Fern Gully. Remember Fern Gully? Do you remember <laughs> that? Gully. Yeah, that's about that's wow. about like that's yeah, a deep cut. That's a deep one, man. Like Fern Gully is better, man. <laughs> a bunch of fairies living in the rainforest, man, <laughs> trying to save their, their their homes. That's a that's a deeper story. That's a better story than uh than 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 uh than um 
uh, Avatar. Avatar, yeah. I haven't seen the trailer. Have you? Have you seen the trailer for it? I I, I seen the trailer. It, 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 yeah, it just it looks it looks okay, man. I mean, it's just not a world you care about. I I don't just don't give a shit. So when they announced that, I was like, oh. Yeah, that's that's one that's been in development for years as well. And that was, uh, I don't know if it was announced or it was just known about, but it's been known about for a good few years. And um, I think the suggestion was that it's like being rebooted a number of times because it's been in development for years. But from what I read about it, it seems to be it's it takes place in the same like timeline as the film but on a different part of the planet or something i don't know didn't read too far into it because i don't really care about avatar no well i mean why else did ubisoft have did they have anything uh, else there's a lot of um like not much there's like from what i can see here they had a fire cry far cry six battle pass was revealed great um mario uh and um rabbits Oh yeah, that that, that strategy that, game. That strategy game, it's you know Nintendo and Ubisoft has done. Stand Rabbids, I hate me yeah. so much. Yeah, that and um, Assassin's Creed Van- Valhalla DLC. Um, I mean, if you like Valhalla, I haven't played Assassin's Creed since the second game. I've just sort of <laughs> just lost interest with it. So it's, I knew with Ubisoft they'll do what they're doing now: just release a one every year. Or every other They've year, backed off of that a little bit in the last few. But honestly, you should you should play if you're going to play any of them. You should play Origins and Odyssey because they are genuinely good it's games. Too long. They're, basic, like, they're basically it, RPGs. Yeah, I know, but I don't have the time to just like play a forty hour game. Like each one is like forty to fifty hours. Oh man, when did it become yeah. an RPG? Just let me just play as an assassin and just like be able to kill anyone, not having to like level grind and level up to <laughs> be able to assassinate like a pig or something. So yeah, like no, it's, it's not. I mean, I got Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It's still in its box, not been open. I might yeah, give don't, that game. Don't open it. No, it's not good. It's the one set. The one set in London, right? Yeah, that, yeah, I was really excited for it because I, I was quite a big Assassin's Creed fan at that point. And all I wanted was a game set in London. So when they announced that, I was like, yes, brilliant. And then I played six hours of it and just stopped playing it. And oh. then um, I started it again like, like two years ago to play just to play through it so I could play through the newer ones. And I don't like it at all. I mean, it's just but- it's it's the it's the peak of that. Well, not the peak. It's the it's the nadir of that type of Assassin's Creed. Just all the little niggles that you've had for years up to that point are just amplified in that game, and it just I didn't, didn't like it very much at all. I think they haven't they just like the Desmond storyline is just dead now. It's uh, I don't I mean, know what that, they're doing. that died with Desmond in Assassin's Creed Three back in what was that 2011 or something spoilers man jesus <laughs> well, it's uh, like 10 years ago now. yeah it's about this is what the ubisoft do they get they get a, a, a good uh ip and then they run it into the ground man i mean you got you got far cry what six or seven coming out now six, set, yeah. set in some like place Fictional like cuba cuba so another one where you have to fight like take on a like a, a villain join factions same they are are effectively the same game it's the same thing again and again 
So like, I think like from since Far Cry Three, when they found that win, winning formula, they've replicated it each time. So they have a wacky Green. sort of wacky villain like, with lots of charisma. <laughs> Uh, I mean, going, it, going back to Far Cry 3, that was the point at which you could just look at their games and go, okay, so this one's Assassin's Creed, this one's Assassin's Creed with guns, this one's Assassin's Creed with hacking. Mm. They were literally pretty much the same game, just either a change in perspective or a change in like technology. Yeah. So, no, nah, it's not. And then Watch Dogs, which hasn't done very well, but they're still making sequels for that. Um, what, what was the one set in London? Uh, was that? Legion. that was a Legion. So that is that like a that's not a mainline main line sequel, or is that just yeah, a spin-off? It is. it is, so it's yeah. number three then. Okay, so yeah, that, that's that, and then they're gonna run that into the ground, and then they'll they'll leave that for a couple of years and then they'll I'll, have a I'll like tell a you what though, the, the London in Legion is very cool. Like, yeah, very early into the game, you end up in Camden, you're like, this is actually Camden. I'll go for a pint right, in the world. It's end. literally, it's literally yeah. Camden. Like, the shops aren't this, haven't got the same names, and the pubs haven't got the same names. But it's yeah. Camden. It's like it was eerie. Have you got loads? Of like, like, sorry, go on. Have you got loads of like um, uh, immigrant like drug dealers there trying to sell you shitty weed? <laughs> that is uh, you walking down the street. The true experience. Do you want speed? 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 Weed? 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 Crack? Oh, <laughs> but it's eerie because like there are games set in London every now and then, but like it's generally like city of London, so you don't really you don't see places you're intimately familiar with. You see places like you've been through, and uh, like nobody's ever going to put Croydon in a game, but Camden is a place I know very well, and I've spent a lot of time in in the last like 20 years or whatever um so seeing that in a game like almost one-to-one was just weird it's very very strange mm-hmm. just sort of like being able to walk around like you know the place because you do know the place it was very odd but very cool yeah but that's not enough to get me to play it man it's like, uh, i don't really give a shit like ubisoft in general i don't i don't really care for them uh they um they they do tend they release like an IP that has a lot of potential. I mean that Skull and Bones. I don't know what's happening with that. Probably going to be canned because they nothing from it. They've taken it back to the drawing board, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. So now it's recently they completely rebooted it. So yeah, that's probably going to be secretly killed off. So they're just going to keep they'll 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 run those free franchises into the ground which they already have, and um, and they won't bring back Splinter Cell. Damn it! No. No, they've got Assassin's Creed, man, so they don't really need Splinter Cell. They don't need another stealth they've game. Recon, they've got Ghost Recon Wildlands. They don't need another hmm. techie stealth game. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the E3, anything else that you can think of that was... Um, E3, E3 was kind of like a bit, bit underwhelming, wasn't it? I think the Microsoft showcase was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Could have been better, but I think it was pretty good. And I'm excited about Metroid Dread. Um, and I think Guardians of the Galaxy looks like it could be a fun time. Other than that, I don't think there's a great deal. I mean, there is one game we haven't talked about, which was kind of one of the games of E3 for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, Forza Horizon 5, oh, which also yeah. got announced at the Microsoft show. That, mm-hmm. like, visually, that looks nuts. It looks fantastic. I, yeah. I, I tried to watch... 
um, like a YouTube clip of it on my phone when I was in Devon. I was just like, okay, yeah, it's Forza Horizon. And I came back and watched it on like a decent connection on my TV in 4K. I was like, what the? This, it, it looks insane. Forza so, always sort of make... They're, 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 they're always good-looking games. Good-looking, yeah. But this one is a step above. It looks incredible yeah and it makes me excited to see what they can do with um fable because obviously their second studio mm. is working on that and using the same technology so that is going to be a looker yeah i'm like i wonder i wonder if they're going to keep the um sort of monty python slapped you know that very sort of british humor british humor. but it's not it's not like it's british humor but it's british humor like i would say 20 years ago Mm. That makes sense because obviously our, our humor has has evolved, but they sort of kept they, that's like the sort of eighties seventies humor irreverent. Yeah, I mean, which is which is which is good because like I, I like watching the sort of like classic like sitcoms and comedies, but it's very much of its time. I wonder if it's going to be more because our humor is like more. What would you say British humor is? It's very dry, dry and sarcastic. sarcastic and self-deprecating. We love we love to shit on ourselves. We like um we we don't mind making fun of ourselves, you know, like when we say we do mind other people making fun we, of us. Yeah, I mean we do it to ourselves, so we don't need other people doing it to us. Lars <laughs> is always done with a like a tongue in cheek, and people yeah. actually do it with just to just to be up just to be dicks. But <laughs> we, we 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 sort of we always take it on the chin, man. Like I mean, like Britain's always been known for having good humor, and we, unlike America, don't sort of run our shows into the ground. I'm like, America will take a good show, and then man, I wish we did. Imagine if we got yeah. more spaced. Yeah, but they knew when to end it. If America did that, it'll still be going, man. It'll be like 20, 10, <laughs> 10, 15 seasons, and it'll just like be, the Simpsons. Yeah, it'd be running to the ground. cares anymore. Like it's like we know when to stop. It's like with the office, the in betweeners, and 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 like spaced and stuff like that black and books. black black books and uh it crowd we know even the peep show that peep show enough went for is ten, enough peep show went for 10 se- years but 10 seasons 10 series but there was only six episodes in the season and it was they were quite short as well but um they know when to stop they're just like we can't go any further this is it America, they do Americans. They do tend to sort of make twenty six episodes a, a season, <laughs> and like For twelve and seasons, hour, yeah, hour long ones. And I was like, wait, a lot of it just like the humor starts to sort of fall fall to the wayside. But you know, I mean, you can even see it in something beloved like Friends. That like character started to get increasingly irrational and crazy in the last yeah. few seasons of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had they I mean, started becoming parodies of themselves. I mean, like how 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 long can you keep like a, a show about six friends who live in New York relevant and funny and fresh? You, it's just can't do it. And that that Rachel and Ross romance thing is just. I thought I think I always think oh anime like romances get on my I love them <laughs> but I'm just like why can't you just tell them what you feel how come on and they always wait until the last episode till they get together, and that's how and and. And friends did exactly the same thing. It was an on, 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 off thing, and then obviously they like each other. But this is like, oh, just just get together, and they get together in the last like ten minutes. So like, this is just so like an anime, <laughs> which is we, you heard we, it here we, first, folks. Friends is an anime. Yeah, it kind of is. They were like, 
it's, it's like you had the wacky friends and like the, the character personality's got more wacky didn't they like, they did yeah they all right let, let, become parodies this is, this is nothing to do with e3 but yeah <laughs> monica became like this intolerable like uh um, nutcase she's like a busy body she had like some really strange ocds and stuff like that she, she's not a very good friend i'm like who the fuck wants to be friends with this person <laughs> And then Chandler just became like a, like a, like a, uh, even became a, he, he was like a running joke at one point, wasn't he? He needs to be the funny one. But then he became like, he, as soon as he got with Monica, she sort of crushed him. <laughs> and then Joey just became this Lafagio. Like that just became like a joke that like he's womanizing and he's, he's, he just became more and more stupid. And, and, <laughs> um, who was the other one? Phoebe just became like, um, she became more wacky because she was always kooky, but she became more and more and more eccentric. Mm. So, but anyway, and yeah. Ross, that, Ross going on about his rage all the time. Yeah, he's rage. That is frigging sandwich. Get over the sandwich, Ross. Yeah, and when they're on the break. And the, and the thing is, he didn't have a, much of a personality to begin with, so they had to find a quirk for him. So what can, mm. he, what can he find? Mm. He's like the straight man, but then they just said, let's just make him angry. And the divorce <laughs> guy. So I was like, and okay. bad at the keyboard. Yeah. But anyway, enough about friends and how it's an anime. Yeah, how it's a, we should we we're gonna do our anime podcast soon and an anime video. Don't worry, that's gonna that's that's still in the works, man. Uh, we we do like our anime and uh, we will do our anime lists and stuff like that and uh, all that. But um, getting back to E3 overall, what would you give it out of ten if you had to rate it? What would you say? Um. Given that I didn't see most of it and I kind of had to catch up with a lot of it after the fact, um, mm. I don't know, maybe a six. It was yeah. decent. I think the Microsoft showcase was good. It was well paced. There was a lot of stuff in there. Um, it was just, it could have done with more gameplay. Like like going back to Redfall for a second, that's meant to be out like next spring, summer, I think. So it's probably less than a year away at this point and they just showed a CGI trailer. So they probably could have showed some gameplay for that. Um, they could have showed more of the Halo campaign, really. But, I mean, that's going to be out in a few months. But I think it was a good show overall. And then sort of other showcases, like I say, like uh, Metro Prime has me very excited. Not Prime, Dread. Metroid Dread has me very excited. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy looks like it'll be a fun time. So there was some good stuff announced that I like the look of. Um, so I think it was decent overall from what I saw. Cool. All right. So you give it a six. Um, Seems I, fair. I would probably give it like a six and a half, six point five, just purely because of the yeah, like the Xbox show, the Xbox showcase was and the Bethesda one was the was the main one out of all of them. That's the, they had the most to show. Mm. Um, so that's thing that was that was pretty good. They showed they showed quite a lot, N- you know, not as much as I would like, but you know, they they still got so much in the in in in, 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 the, in, tank. The, work, in the tank, so to speak. So that was good, but the, the rest of it wasn't wasn't as a lot of it was quite like the Capcom one. I think was there a Capcom one? There was no Bankai Namco Bankai <laughs> one. There there was one that. I don't know what they showed there. Not nothing. I think probably just talked about stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, six point five. I'll just give it. I'll give it that half. So we're not giving it the same score. So 
Yeah. I do kind of feel like if you don't follow Xbox, then it was probably a terrible E3. Yeah. Outside of like maybe Metroid Dread and a very short look at Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. It's like Sony didn't turn up at all. Um, Nintendo's show seemed fairly low key, other than those two things. Um, Square Enix was pretty bad by the looks of it, with like Strangers in Paradise and Babylon's Fall both looking bad. Um, so yeah, I think if you don't follow Xbox, it probably wasn't that great. Mm. But we uh, yeah. do, so mm. thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, the SSR just our personal score, so. Um, I mean, let us know how you, people rated it on in like if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments. If you're watching this on Spotify, um, I don't think there's any way for you to comment, just uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> over to YouTube and tell yeah, us, yeah. So, yeah, let us, let us know. But, um, okay, um, let's, let's talk about like what we got planned for the channel and what if there's if, if anything. What, what are we looking for? What are we gonna? What are your uh, what you're planning to do? Like, got any ideas or got any videos coming up? Well, I got to pull my finger up because I haven't made any videos in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I feel I did my, record. My, my, my shoulders hurt from carrying this whole thing <laughs> on my on my, <laughs> on my own. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, I, I recorded a couple of short videos before we recorded this podcast, so they'll probably go up this week. Do you want to tell us what, what, what they are? I just want to, should we people tune in to I'll see? Leave a, I'll leave a sense of mystery. Uh, but I did, I did like two quick looks for a couple of games. Um, one of which is on Game Pass as part of our Exploring, Exploring Game Pass series. And the other one, just a quick look. It's not on Game Pass, but it's, a, mm-hmm. it's an old Xbox exclusive, I'll say. So check out our YouTube over the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they'll either both go up this week or one this week and one next week. Um, I'm also, well, I was planning on doing this today, but I just didn't find the time, but I've been meaning to do kind of a, a long play, I guess, of the Psychonauts VR game. Because apparently mm. it's only like an hour and a half, two hours long. So I was just going to do it as a one shot. Let's play. Um, Psychonauts 2 is coming out next month. And I get the feeling a lot of people haven't seen the VR game, which kind of bridges the gap between the two. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe I'll get that out there so that people can watch that if they want to see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get a chance to do it this week, so maybe I'll do that next week, if not the week after. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I say, I haven't decided if it's going to be just like a, a small, like say three, four part Let's Play, or if it's just going to be a one shot video. I haven't decided yet, but I'll figure that out as I go. But yeah, a couple of videos coming up for me over this week and maybe the next week. So check out the channel mm. for those. Yeah, what about cool. you, Paul? I, I still got to finish the Battlefield 2 Let's Play. Um, I don't know if you're watching in the videos. I'm getting a bit like frustrated with it. <laughs> it's not the campaign, it looks good, but the gameplay is it does shit. Look good. It, the gameplay is literally like a multiplayer game, but yeah, with some pe- me- yeah, it's like yeah, a lot of people what I'm looking for, um, stapled onto it. Um, mm. It, look, I remember a lot of people complained about the gameplay of the of the of the, of the single player. It's not great. It's just uh, it doesn't play very well as a yeah, single player game. It probably works not. fine for multiplayer, but it's just yeah. it doesn't feel great. 
No, it does. I'm just like, oh, this is what the f- hell is this? I was, a lot of times I'm getting frustrated with it, and I'm just like, oh, fuck this game. <laughs> but I am getting through it. So um, yeah, continue watching me suffer. If you want to watch me suffer and lose my temper, it's lucky it's, it's a very it's short just, game. Yeah, I think I'm the story nearly- in the cut seems decent. And it's short, so that's about all it has going for it. I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't go as far as saying that the story's decent. I, I would think it's mediocre. Like <laughs> saying it's decent is doing is 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 to, is it's giving it too much props. It's <laughs> it, it's a it's a proper afterthought. It was just like I don't think the characters are bland. The the the, the stories like is just the typical. Uh, I, I'm evil, and now this one thing has turned me to a good guy, to a good person. <laughs> showed me the light. So it, there's no it, character building in it. It's, it's set in an interesting like time in it's the set, universe. It's just it's, a shame they didn't do more with it. Set during the during the the rebellion, which is the the peak of like Star Wars. Because let's face it, prequels, sequels, that period not as interesting. I mean, like the prequels films. And that was good, but the Star Wars Clone Wars is is meant to be really good. Um, like I haven't watched it, but I've been meaning to watch it. That's meant to be good, but um, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah but so much on Disney Plus. But yeah, mm. it's just it's just like the the Galactic War is 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 the best story out of all three films. And speaking of Star Wars, before like this is going off on another little story there's rumors of like people that the new the, the current films are going to be re- not remade but there's going to be a new set of films which sort of resets that they they forget about those films it's basically they're going to re- reboot the the series the series from and forget about the the, the the last three films and start over again really they're going to get like the people who made the Mandalorian are going to be the ones who, who are going to who are behind it because obviously the Mandalorian's got such a good right. Just let them do something movie. new. Don't bother like mm. rebooting the storyline that's already there and taking it a different direction. Just make something new. Like the Mandalorian is something new. That's half the reason it's good because it's not but tied to anything the, else other than the, the, the thing is a little bit. The thing, the thing is with the like you said this before the the new the, the sequel series is just status quo again it's just the empire versus galactic the, reset yeah it's just the same thing again it is just the new hope and return of the jedi retold i always said that they should have had like a new set of jedi like the it's still like it's still like a fledgling new republic and the, the new order the new order the new jedi order are just sort of like there's only a handful of them so they're all sort of learning their way through you could have had like a like a young uh, set a group of young Jedi, like sort of like been sent to missions and they uncover something and you know like just something like that, just like show some sort of like friends together, like you know new Jedi like working their way through the the, the new galaxy and stuff like that, and then you and a threat comes out that way. Not just have it like no Jedi, the the new order is basically the Empire, and we have a bunch of. The, the the resistance is just the rebellion <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's just you know it's, it's uh so 
it could have done something. You could have had like Luke as the Grandmaster sending out these new like Jedi out to missions, and obviously you could have had Kylo Ren there, like the guy who's cocky, who's got who's who feels like the weight of the the, the Skywalker legacy on his shoulders. He could have gone bad, obviously. Like you know, you could have Ray and Finn as the Jedi. Yeah, it would have been better to actually mm-hmm. see Kylo yeah. Ren like yeah. start off like that and go bad. He, it would he could have been. It would have actually worked. Better. He could have been. He could have been like the like the. Um, he could have been like the guy training them sort of thing, you know, as the, uh, that they look up to him, they idolize him. And then they find out he has flaws and he's angry. And he's, he's always like having to like, sh- like prove himself to his, to his uncle and stuff like that. And or to other people, cause he's obviously like related to him. Um, but the long and know, short of it, they should have done something, something new something, instead of doing I mean, something like, again. Yeah. And that's uh, what, that's yeah. why I don't think they should reboot this, this story. Just it's, it's done now. It's finished. The Skywalker saga is over. Make something new, please. Just do yeah. something new. Go to a different part of the galaxy if you have to. But um, completely if, new characters. If um, Disney, if you listen to this podcast, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just give me a shout, man. I'll, I'll write these ideas down, and you can have like a sort of like a uh, uh, George R. R. Martin sort of brief notes. On how for one story. billion dollars. Yeah. So how it should, how it should, how it, how it should have gone. But um, yeah, that's that, that's that's it, man. Like. Uh, Got this I'm not even sure how on. we got onto that. <laughs> oh, it was about the battlefront, wasn't it? So, oh yeah, I just sort of thought, I was like, oh god, uh, it's just setting <laughs> that sort of world again. Uh, the 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 new the the uh, galactic war and stuff. Um, but yeah, you need to finish your battlefront. Let's play. I'll mm-hmm. hopefully be doing one of the Psychonauts VR game soon. Yeah, um, so we got uh, stuff coming. Uh, and um, I've been my, my a lot of my time is on the 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 twit the twitch channel i i do i find myself doing a lot more streaming than making youtube videos but yeah just come and watch that i I'm, i am planning to do to stream different games because at the moment i'm sort of stuck on a apex mass effect sort of thing i was doing skyrim but I, that's sort of been I, I do plan to go back not to do a full let's play it's just going to be like doing adventures and stuff because that world you can just get lost in so um yeah watch for that i, I might do a, a a resident evil village uh stream of that soon so yeah there's some 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 things to to, to look forward to on twitch our twitch youtube and or anything else we have <laughs> on our podcast obviously but this podcast i'm i'm planning to to um set up on um all, all the back library on itunes and google play and all that so if you want to listen to it on those platforms that it will it will be done it's just a long it's more of like a sort of convoluted process to to put our podcasts on iTunes than it is on Spotify Spotify you can I just click one thing and it connects and it'll just automatically upload with iTunes is a bit more of an elaborate sort of setup and Google Play but yeah I, I am planning to do that so yeah, I want this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So, you know, not just YouTube and on and Spotify. But yeah, that's been our podcast. It's been a long one, I think. So yeah, I think we're going to leave it there. Um, yeah, make sure to check out our uh, social medias, Twitter, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Tumblr, and other things. But um, smoke signals. Yeah. I mean, like I was even planning to. I was like, should I do a, a TikTok? 
Well, I was like, TikTok seems, I don't know what it I'm is no about man. it, man. Can you dance? I don't know. What, all, all I see is young girls dancing on there. So I'm just <laughs> like, uh, I don't really, that. I'm, I'm just getting old, man. I just don't understand it. So, uh, yeah. But thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. And um, remember, uh, Game with Chumps podcast, where we talk about video games and other nerdy things. That's our new, um, that's our new, uh, not a catchphrase, our new uh, tagline. You know, like, well, is this because uh, I didn't have a beer today? Are we changing the motto yeah. now. No, just for the podcast. Uh, it's a, a Game of Chops podcast where we talk about uh, video games and other nerdy things. I, I couldn't think, think of a way to add drinking on there, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, thanks for listening, guys. It's uh, we might have another podcast coming out the following week just to catch up to make up for our uh the the last week uh, the last week we we missed one so yeah thanks for watching and you know yeah see you again say bye-bye mr ross bye uh.